to the bargain den if you listened to last week's episode then you know what we're watching this week but if you didn't then go back and listen to the last episode so you'll know what to watch and be prepared for or not watch in part two of this series so knowing that knowing that you've gone back and at least listened to the previous episode you obviously know what this intro is going to be about i haven't discussed it with donna at all she's here with me this is part of the show as well this is all this this whole intro bit this is all a part of what i was wanting to accomplish but anyway if you know what we've watched this week before we've said it because you listened to last week's as you should you know what i'm about to talk about donna does not know but she you mean you do know because of what we watched yeah i know but i don't know right right so it's it's not going to be a surprise to donna is what i'm saying basically so anyway what i wanted to talk about cabbages and horses. Why are they so similar? What? Why are ca- why why do I always picture horses when I think of cabbages? Because of the cabbage man in Avatar the Last Airbender. The what? What? I don't know. My cabbages. Can't. I'm not Because familiar. it's always in like a carriage and you would assume that it would be horse drawn. Horses and cabbages. Yeah, I don't think people, you know, the cabbage talk these days, ever since the kids got out of the cabbage patch, <laughs> they, things have not been popping in the cabbage industry. Um, so wait, I'm sorry, is, is the intro discussing... Cabbages and they're mostly cabbages, but a little bit talking about, you know, cabbages and horses. Okay. What, well, why do you think they're similar? I don't know. I was asking you. I'm curious if you have any insights to launch us Well, now that you mentioned well. it. I mean, you know, no, I really, I mean, I think maybe because horses eat cabbages. Do they? I feel like they would not eat a cabbage. Well. Huh? Well. Well. So, of course, I mean, it's obvious by now. We watched The Matrix too. <laughs> Um, horses cabbages matrix too it makes sense matrix reloaded same same cast except for the black actors who were replaced except for the main black actor yes morpheus got to stay the same got to stay the same this came out four years i say that because that's a frequent trope and i feel like big hollywood movies is that they recast people of color versus their favorite white people we gotta love hollywood gotta love right it. like even even one of the more progressive trilogies of early 2000s hollywood couldn't escape yes four years after the original 1999 film the matrix the matrix 2 reloaded was released and boy was it a summer blockbuster and boy are we gonna spoil it spoil it so matrix 2 picks up right where the last one left off six months later and <laughs> Uh, you know, Neo's the one and everybody just about loves him except for the people who are like in charge and they're scared because the AI robots are barreling through the earth and they're going to kill the city of Zion, the last human city. They, they have the keys to Zion and they are coming 
And Zion's scared. But you know what? Morpheus tell them. Morpheus tell them. <laughs> well, I will tell them. Morpheus tell them. Don't be. Don't be scared. We're good. We're don't good, fam. Don't worry about it. Party. Don't, don't even stress it. Just party. We got this. And they all have a sexy, orgy-esque dance party. Yes. All while Trinity and Neo get They bone. bone down. They bone down. Ooh. Some sweaty, sweaty sex. Very, yeah. Some sweat, some spit. It's all of it. <laughs> I don't remember the spit, but I will take your word for it. There were. There's a wet sex. (laughs) (laughs) So they've made love and now they're good to go. They're going to go back into the matrix for some reason, but then Mm -hmm. the agents. Oh, also Neo's having dreams that Trinity gets killed. Mm -hmm. It's really haunting him. Shit dog. I don't remember this movie. I'm fucking putting it off. (laughs) It's been like a week. So the thing is they know they have to go back to the Oracle so neo does do this oh yeah okay and the oracle's like hey surprise i think you knew this but i'm actually a rogue matrix program yeah question mark you know just uh she's a she's a program with inside the matrix which is a gen uh which again you know this from the last episode but it's a computer-generated simulation of the real world that everybody is actually in when we actually should be waking up. But a program within that program is the Oracle. So there are some programs inside of the program that are good programs, and they want the humans to succeed. Or do they? Or do they? Or was it always predestined, and that's part of the system? What is destiny? What are the choices that we make? But Neo is able to do it, and he does it, because he's the one... But the problem is, when he killed Mr. Smith... Agent Smith. Agent Smith, thank you, Mr. Anderson. Mr. Agent Anderson. Smith. Yes, that's how the... That's um, exactly, exactly, exactly. By the way, <laughs> Keanu Reeves' impression, on point. Yeah, Mr. I'm very good Agent at that. Smith, <laughs> nice to see you again. Keanu... I'm sorry, Neo. <laughs> My name's Neo. My name's that Neo. That was like a perfect Keanu Reeves. Hi. So. <laughs> Nice to see you all. I'm the one. You know, the chosen one. The chosen one. So Agent Smith's back at it again. It turns out Neo didn't kill Agent Smith. He He set him free. Set him free. But Agent Smith isn't about to just enjoy his freedom. He wants to kill Neo. I don't understand this entirely. Yeah, he hates him, dog. Yeah. he's, He's off the chains now. He's not listening to the rest of the program. Some part of Neo entered Agent Smith when he killed, freed him. And um, now he's not satisfied with the life he's leading, and he wants to kill Neo, so but he break, doesn't. He's breaking all the rules of the Matrix now. He's yeah. like, you can break the rules, well, I'll break the rules too. So they fight, and it's cool. It's really epic, and it has a lot of CG. Yes, that's not that great. But, um, man, he, Trinity looks like she's going to die because she. they have to go and do something at multiple places at the same time. They, they have this intricate plan where they're going to attack different zones at once to like down the power grid so they can like hack into something. Fuck. It has been a minute. 
Well, they do it, though. That's all that matters. Yeah, but Trinity has to hop in and help, despite Neo saying don't do it because he's scared she's going to die. But she does it, and she's successful, but she does she does die. But then Neo brings her back to but life. But then Neo kisses her back to life, just like, well, he... Huh, he, oh, yeah. he Matrix reaches into her heart and pulls out a bullet because he's Neo, and he can. And, you know, tit for tat. Saved her life. He's, she saved his mm-hmm. love. True love. They're able to do the dang thing, and nobody, nobody died, which is nice. Did nobody die? I don't know. I think some people probably died. It was the Matrix. Yeah. Well, it was, it was awfully close because at the same time, on the outside, there's the the seekers or whatever that are getting close, the Sentinels. So they they succeed in their mission and manage to pull Neo and Trinity out in time, but then they have to evacuate the ship because it's being attacked by Sentinels. And... Um, as they're running away, Neo realizes that he can't escape from them, but maybe he can bend the Matrix outside of the Matrix. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Yeah, we'll have to find out more about it in uh, movie three. Yeah, so that that was number two. What did you think? Oh, he he does manage to destroy the Sentinels, but it nearly takes him out. Yeah, I mean, this was almost quite a departure from the first Matrix, I will say. I think it really had the kind of a Hollywood treatment. Who is this? Who is this reminding me oh, of? Oh, I'm, I'm famous film critic Noir Devoir. Okay. Hi, Noir Devoir. Hello. And um, why? what do you think made this film depart from the original? Probably the train station. That's a joke. I, um, <laughs> I, You're so funny, Mr. Noir. Please, Dwar. Dwar. I mean, Noir is my first name. Um, Noir Dwar. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I just think that this one had a lot more. It focused in on those the choreographed fight scenes that was it seemed, seemed to take from the first film what uh, what they found to be successful and copy it over into uh, they, they they amplified those aspects of the Matrix. What, what did you think about that fight scene between Neo and the Oracle's guard at the beginning? Great. Great fight scene. I feel like you're avoiding another point of contention where number two splits from number one, which is the sudden and heightened sex within this movie. Yes. I did notice. I was, I was paying attention at those times. Okay. I, I did choose those moments to uh, look over to my uh, my my wife and life partner, uh, Deborah Frebra, and <laughs> uh, I, I said to her, you know, I don't understand why there's uh, there is so much uh, sex exploitation in today's film industry, and she, I, she agreed. She agreed with me. That's very progressive of you, Mr. Duar. Well, I I I I, I think that. That uh, the uh, the traditional sense of what Hollywood when I once was was that uh, was a true American uh, uh, Christian upbringing. Do you feel like Hollywood now has lost its family values on Absolutely. which we used to rely? Absolutely. Absolutely. Ever since they canceled family values, family <laughs> values have not been in this in this great United States. What's great? I don't have anything to add. Do you? Because 
I feel like if I, I think we've shattered all. Then we should look for some family values in the clearance aisle. I agree. I agree. Let's go to the clearance aisle. The dude, do. Oh, that's the facts of life. My bad. The, the facts. The facts. You know when the Show facts me the car machine, facts of life. No, when the facts machine goes and it's like right. the dude, do, and you're like, oh, I have the facts from life. I come in here bearing <laughs> my souls. How many souls do you got in there? More than one. All right. I'm, I'm, it's some people, they're like, you're an old soul, you know, and I'm like, some of us. <laughs> some of us are babies in here. So, goo goo gaga, it's deep in me. <laughs> you um, know, that kind of explains a lot. Yeah, do, don't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're uh, back. We're back. We're back at it again, uh, everybody. Uh, we did not do this in the first half. Uh, my name is Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Donna. Uh, and pinch those pennies. Uh, just kidding. That's at the very end. We're all out of whack. Let's, Ooh, it's like you're wanna, in the hey, matrix. It's like, do you want to do the outro now? And then, Oh my God. was really, was really fuck everyone up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. My name's yeah. Brandon. My name's Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. Pineapples. Will. Exist. Can textually in the matrix all, all right. right and that's what we're talking about here we won't do that at the end just you know <laughs> we're just establishing everything that's gonna here. be fucking weird it's gonna be strange okay it's gonna just cut off but anyway <laughs> was this a frugal film these are the questions that haunt us Okay, so no, not really. again, a lot of the fighting happens within the Matrix. That's a place where frugality has little effect because it's all fake. But, I mean, Zion is in real danger, and that's a big city they've got operating with some intricate machinery. And are we dependent on machines? I think you're losing the track of the point <laughs> you're trying to make. So stuff within the matrix, I feel like is a bit of a moot point. Okay. Okay. But outside of the matrix, we've got Zion taking serious damage, even though they survived this attack. I assume, I guess we didn't get back there. Yeah, at the end. We didn't make it back in time. Because the movie ended. We're, we're doing okay as far as defending yes. Zion. But regardless, there's been giant holes drilled down towards Zion. Yes. The Matrix knows where they are. Yes. This is bad for their infrastructure and their well-being as a society. Not frugal. Wow. That was the world's uh, longest pin. <laughs> it was. It was the world's longest pin. Because did you see how long it took you to get to your point? Like, it was forever. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, I would say it's very frugal because I think that money is a capitalistic notion that requires human beings to exist. And the whole film is about trying to protect the last bastion of humans. Is that frugal? Yeah, they're trying to protect it. Because if humans go away, robots do Bitcoin. We don't, we don't talk about Bitcoin on this podcast. <laughs> Wait. No, that's adamant. This is a this is a crypto free zone. We will be frugal truists here at this pike. I'm taking my claim okay, right now. All right, hey, you feel this way too, Wait, don't you? Are you saying that humans in capitalism are you drunk? <laughs> are, you, are you trying to tell me that humans? I had a hiccup. Shut up. <laughs> humans and frugals 
Damn ah. it! Oh no. Humans oh, and robots. No. no, humans and capitalism yes. are both frugal. Is that what you're saying? Because no. I okay. I'm saying that capital could not exist without humans. Okay. We, if it was just robots roaming the world, I mean I know we have frugs, mm-hmm. but I don't think that frugs would be able to I think frugs would probably he was kind of basic, you know. I think he <laughs> I think he would I'm interested in his programming. I think that he would be overtaken by the more powerful AI. And then if it's just robots everywhere, there's no money. They're going to be smarter than us. We need us for money to exist, for frugality to exist. Oh, Brandon. However, okay. Mm, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I did think about it. I was like, robots are really frugal, probably like not using any excess whatsoever, though. See, that's what I'm thinking is the whole underlying theme of this is like fate versus choice. And then like, is it honestly better to have humans on the earth? Cause we did fuck it up in this universe. Like we're the reason this all went to shit, right? Robots were smarter. They created a better system. We flooded the skies so that the sun couldn't reach the earth and effectively destroyed every system on the planet other than robots because we're stupid. So mm-hmm. Are ro- <laughs> sorry, I didn't get out of that one. That was rude of me. I'm sorry. Are robots in the right here? Like, is this not frugal if humans win? No. I'm going to say no. I want to say that there is some value, be it not monetary, but there is value in the human spirit, God darn it. Okay. I mean, we wouldn't be doing is, this podcast otherwise. It is the human innovation that makes any of this possible. Like, if it weren't for Neo and his human brain... We wouldn't have even had a Matrix One. Like they would have just, <laughs> they would have just would kept have going on with their simple Matrix system. They wouldn't have made the same updates and upgrades. Be the same boring existence. We wouldn't have innovation. True, true, true. So frugal. I I want to share a thought really quickly. Please do. That's what we do here. <laughs> Welcome to the thought corner. We have lots of thoughts. <laughs> Thought means something different in 2020 and 2021 than the things that you think. Those are thoughts. That was just enough time for me to silence my cell phone. Thank you. Of course. Um. That's why I was prolonging this. I just pictured someone tuning into our podcast for the first time for this episode. Uh-huh. And how ridiculous all of this is. They're like, Frugs, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, only the hardcore fans know about Frugs. Yeah, that's that's way back. Yeah, you won't even be able to find the episode, even though that's what the title of the episode is. Yeah, good luck. Good go luck. back. I challenge you to go back and find that episode. And I challenge you to say what the acronym for Frugs stood for. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that to the listener. Oh, okay. I'm not going to spoil anything here. Yeah, same. <laughs> are you finding your point on your phone? What are you? No, all the point I was going to make is that this would be a weird jumping in point for anybody. Oh, God. That's all. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. Well, but what you were thinking, you said you wanted to share a thought. That was it. Oh, that was but, it. But, I mean, if you wanted to, I think that this episode could use a little bit of Thrifty trivia. Yeah. Uh, that was my, that was it. That was the, <laughs> the extent of the exclamation. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. 
No. I think this episode could use a little bit of thrifty trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Is it reloaded? Yeah. Hey, um, I'm going to go ahead and say not frugal. Two movies in one year, and they're not numbered. Fuck you, Matrix <laughs> that kind Trilogy. Of does suck. That really did suck, because there was a second. The second one has a lot of info that the first one, it kind of lets you, like, it's like, you get it. And I was like, do I get it, Matrix 2, Reloaded? Yeah, like, do I get it, or did I miss an entire movie? I don't know, because you both came out in 2003. Do you want me to, to help? This is how I remember it. Mm. So, of course, The Matrix is the first one. And then I think, what would be a really dumb title to go after a semicolon from early 2000s? And I'm like, Reloaded. Mm. And that's what I, I literally how. And then I'm like, and then they're like, oh, we got to make a third one? Revolutions. Like, that's like, mm. it's just, it's so much bigger and grander. Oh, Revolutions. But like, Reloaded. Click, click. Everybody like the guns <laughs> in The Matrix. Reloaded. That's very good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, are you going to get to this thrifty trivia? Yeah, I was just waiting for you. For me to stop talking. So here's one for you. Frugal or not frugal? GM donated 300 cars for use in this production of the movie. Oh, my God. All 300 were wrecked by the end. Wow. I'm going to say not frugal. I don't feel like it had to take 300 cars. I feel like they made Mm. it take 300 cars. So I'm going to say that they use, like... That's a lot to risk to use. Like, could have stopped at like two fifty, and we're like, we'll save fifty in case we need to get reshoots or something. Mm-hmm. So, while it's frugal to be donated, I'm gonna say not frugal. All the cars. Okay, so let me send this one back to you. Okay. Around ninety-seven percent of the materials from the film sets were later recycled after filming had been completed. In one example, tons of wood were sent to Mexico to build low-income housing. They literally live in the Matrix in Mexico. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, they do. Oh, fuck. Wow. That's why we're in the state that we're in, huh? Oklahoma? Every... (laughs) Yeah. God damn it. (laughs) It's because the Matrix sent driftwood down to Mexico, and that's why we were born and raised in OK. That's exactly what I was getting at. Thank you, Brandon. You're welcome. Speaking of looking into meanings that are not there, when Smith pulls up in an Audi at the beginning of the film, his license plate is IS5416. In the King James Bible, Isaiah 40, damn it, Isaiah 54, 16 says, Behold, I have created the smith. I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work, and I have created the waster to destroy. Wow. I feel like you could tell me anything is in the Bible, and I'd be like, that's a cool yeah this doesn't sound real at all like i feel like i need to get out a real bible (laughs) and and then josiah said transformers robots in disguise damn it okay yeah they said their catchphrase probably Um, (laughs) not their theme song um that's interesting i didn't know that it was an audi i definitely know that in the first one they gave Neo an any. <laughs> hey. hey! Click, click, boom! Rocket launchers <laughs> all around the room. 
Let me tell you this one. I okay. feel like this is not frugal. I'm just going to give that precursor here. Wow. Spoiled. It took Carrie Ann Moss six months just to get the scorpion kick in the beginning scene correct. Wow. Yeah, that one was pretty dope. Do you remember it? I can't picture what that is. It's where looking at you, if I was we were standing face to face, and kicked, oh, like, bent her like leg. behind and up towards my head. Yeah. That is a Worth sweet it. move. Yeah, I, you're I right. saw that and I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, now I want to learn how to do that. How long do you mm, think that'd take me? About six months. Fuck. It also, I don't know, I feel like you, we just snap your spine. It's like, <laughs> what if that had happened with her? Like, she's like, do bam, 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 wrecking her motorcycle and all this stuff. And then <laughs> she's like, <laughs> snap. That would be bad. Yes. But I'm going to say frugal. You know, it's worth putting in, you put in the time, you put in the time. Well... Here's another one for you. Okay. It was reported that Keanu Reeves volunteered to give up a claim to to a share of ticket sales amounting to around $38 million when producers feared that the film would never recoup the cost of the special effects. Wow. Interesting. So we've got kind of a double layer frugal pie here that we have to taste and determine. I'm going to say frugal. I taste and determined. I'm going to say frugal. And this is why I think Keanu believes in these projects and that's what he's seeking after. He wanted to make these good movies and he wanted it to be a good experience all around. And Calder, I think he did. And you know what? I think he's doing probably just okay with that. The 38 million seems doing okay. Seems like a cool dude with long hair. I want to watch the John Wick movies. We should do that. I've heard they're outstanding in their field. That'll be a a later... This will be a little peep for a later series. <clears throat> We're coming episodes. back for you, Keanu. We should also watch Keanu. That's the one with the cat? Yeah, Key and Peele. Yeah. No, I feel better about watching it now that I've actually, like, really digested some Keanu Reeves, you know? Just get them all up in you. Yeah, just really churn in the stomach. What's your favorite Keanu Reeves movie? The Matrix. (laughs) 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 That's what I mean, though. I'd feel bad watching Keanu without ever, like, actually having watched any Keanu Reeves movies. That would be very silly. I feel like I'd miss a lot. Good actor, man. I like most of his movies. Speed's good. Uh, the other stuff. I think The Lake House is a movie. I know it is. It is a movie. I didn't know. I think this movie's. I think it's frugal. I think we can lock it down as frugal. Can I tell you one more thing? One more. That's it, though. Okay. This is going to be a wrench in this whole thing. Okay. Get ready. Can we just... Yes. (laughs) Let the anticipation... Build. Is it battle bubble over? Are you uh, ready for actually, this? Actually, it's fine. It's not affecting me. Okay. Gloria Foster, the Oracle, died before the end of the shooting of the second Matrix film. She had done most of her scenes for this film, but none for the third film, The Matrix Revolutions, also 2003, as well as Enter the Matrix, That's also a- 2003? Yeah, something. Anyway, Mary Alice was chosen as her replacement. 
What do you make of this? I feel like that's a third movie question. That's not a question for this one. That's fair. You all have a carrot to come back next week. Yep. <laughs> you keep that carrot. You don't let it get soggy. I know what you, I know. I know that you are careless with your carrots and you let them get into the dish soap. Ew. Do you want to thank some people? Yeah. First off, I want to thank you for listening. We surely appreciate you tuning in every week because you obviously do. Thank you. Yes, Brandon? I'd also like to thank Anchor FM for hosting our podcast. They are super cool. And if you're interested in them, listen to our ad again. That's all you need to know. God damn it. I also want to thank Sarah Anastasia for our artwork. And... The Lounge Kittens, for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds, is our intro, outro, and mid-tro music. Really, I didn't know their intro was interesting. Yeah, where the ad is, where we make our money. Well, what do we do now? Uh, we can go ahead and say our goodbyes. My name is Brandon. Oh, do we have a bargain there? Oh, bad, bad, jay, bad, 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 Thank you, Baj. Thank you, Baj. You can become our bargainer if you write our review on for us on iTunes. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next Wednesday. Dirty deeds and the dirt cheap. Dirty deeds and the dirt cheap. Wow, wow.